0: Hello and welcome to season 4 episode 4 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raised a bear In order to own all things FPL related, we are back after another relatively high scoring game week in the FPL world. A lot of happy managers, a lot of uh, green arrows, some not so happy as uh, I'm sure you'll find out as the show continues. But uh, loads to talk about, we got FPL headlines, we got Game Week 2 reaction, we got Game Week 3 to look ahead to. And here to look to all of those things with me are two lads that bring nothing but grace and dignity to the show. I'm not talking about their onstage drag queen names. I am talking about, of course, Paddy. How are you getting on, my friend? I
1: uh, have, have been better.
0: Fair enough. Seamus, how are you getting on? I've been good. Yeah, good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm glad to see this uh that everyone's smiling. Um Paddy, you're you're looking a bit mischievous. Uh, how's, uh, how is how's everything out in, you know, up up there with you? Oh,
1: that's wonderful. What? Great. What? Great, great. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Paddy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking get it over with. You
2: seem low energy. You seem low
1: energy
0: this week. What's what's the matter? Yeah, you're full beans yeah.
1: last week. No shagging. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: no but in all seriousness it was uh it was uh a bit of an up, an upside down week for you patty after the you know roaring success success of game week one do you would you care to tell the audience how your game week two went
1: oh yeah sure i might as well um <laughs> well, as you know I had, a, I had a fantastic game week one you know i was on course to win the whole game and then just as this game does, it just brings you crashing right back down to earth. And uh, that's me for game week two. Um, finished on 60 points overall. Um, went from 92,000th in the world <laughs> out of 8 million people. And right down now to 520k in the world out of 8 million people. And that's just not good enough for... A major of my uh, stature. Uh, so, but anyway, the um, the defense started off so wonderful. It was you know things were going good right up until Monday. Um, Simikas, eleven points. Alexander twelve points. Likely did I think by then that that was going to be my highest scoring player. Trent Alexander Shaw four points miraculous bonus points we'll talk about later and captaincy was on Salah, 6 Pogba got me a Poxy assist take it all day long and Fernandes won, uh, Strikers calvert Loon 7, Danny Ings 8 and that was it Wilson done, pants off
0: Paddy so. you need to cheer up a bit, I can't believe how blasé you were about another Pogba assist after the fucking carry on last week
1: I know, look La- you know, Look, I'm still a bit optimistic, you know. I think I might finish inside the top 10 this year. But winning in it might be out of the out of the out of the picture. I'm no. Paid.
0: No, that is not true. You're uh, you've got a, a grand total of uh, what are you on at the moment? 167. That's well within reach, Paddy. I still think this season is your season. You're winning the you're winning the FPL. Uh what about yourself, Big Mac? You weren't here with us last week. You were uh you were being a, a good family man, and uh, you're back this week, of course, sitting on a, a big fat green arrow. I'm sure, I'm sure we won't see much of you when the red ones come around. But how, how was your game team, Seamus? Yeah,
2: pretty good, pretty good. Um, you probably mentioned it on last week's pod. And in fact, I know you did because I listened to the pod. But uh, I got 96 points in game week one, which was like a point more than you. I think. What the only there was only one difference in our team. I dunked your Kufal, I think. Um, I that it's week.
0: Pronounced Sufal?
2: Yeah, but I also believe it's called Ben Harama <laughs> or something like that. So, you know, I'm just going to call him Ben Rama, and I'm just going to call him Kufal if that's okay with the with the public. But yeah, I uh, 96 points again week one. Uh, then uh, this week followed up with a 78 pointer, which uh, wasn't too bad. Could have been better. Um, I stuck with Barnes. And uh, he, again, disappointed two weeks in a row. Um, but obviously, he's got that fixture against against Norwich this week coming up. So that's kind of what I had in my mind. Um, Maris started on the bench, came off and scored for me. And uh, I, the same as Paddy, the double Liverpool defence, uh, Trent and Simikas. Um, I also double Brighton defence. So that was a nervous watch for me. I kind of sat in my hands the whole second hand watching that. Uh, six points for Dunk and Sanchez. Uh, A nice two bonus points for Shaw uh, for four points. Um, And then it was rounded out by Ings and Antonio. My captain, Salah, did nothing. And, uh, yeah, then Fernandez did nothing too. But I was always more worried than that because I have Fernandez, and I wasn't too worried about the ownership. I was more worried about Greenwood who went off and scored. So that was was an annoying one for me because Greenwood had been in a lot of my... uh, like early preseason drafts, and really only kind of came out at the last minute because I wanted to get Mara's in, and that meant I had to make a downgrade.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, seventy-eight is a, a pretty decent game week. I think you saw you at a bit of a red, I imagine, or a bit, a bit of a green arrow up to five hundred K. Not that it really matters at this stage. No, I'm, you know. I'm
2: up to three
0: hundred four Three hundred four K. I'm looking at yeah. your game week rank in front of me.
1: Yeah, Always six, trying to six. take, take you down a peg, hey, Shima. <laughs>
2: A peg of or
0: 200,000. Yeah. Speaking of getting pegged, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Classic. laughs> I like I can't. As we as you said there, like we had very we had very similar teams. I think we had one difference, and now there's there's two or three. But. Um, looking at Maris on the bench against Norwich, like how predictable was it? That was almost more predictable than both Salah and Fernandez blanking this week. It was Maris not starting against Norwich. Has that sealed uh his his uh time in your team, Seamus? You seem like I've looked at your some of your Twitter uh comments and stuff and you you seem done with Pep uh, Pep Roulette.
2: Yeah, I'm done. <clears throat> this was the same last year. Last year, like Diaz was the only real one that seemed to be kind of Worthwhile, and even at the end of the season, like Ederson was their top point scorer, he got 160 points, he's worth six million. Which you kind of think that's a lot of money to be paying for that when you know the likes of Martinez, who was cheaper last year, was getting more points. But yeah, I mean, if it goes the same way, unless they signed, uh, if they signed Harry Kane and Harry Kane starts banging two goals the and assists every game, game changer. But I've I can't be dealing with Pepsi Roulette, there's too many options there. I think I'm just going to ignore Sterling, De Bruyne, Mahrez, Grealish. I think I'm just going to, to ignore City altogether, even their defense, which is normally the kind of reliable one you want to go with. You know, John Stones has got to come back into that team. Cancelo could be dropped. You know, I, I'm just going to ignore him. It's I should have went with my gut, and as I said, gone for Greenwood instead of Mares. That would have given me more money to do more with Barnes. You know, I could have got Jota. I probably would have gone Jota. In fairness, I probably would have gone for Mount or I would have gone for Wilson. We've both done some things in the first couple of game weeks, but Barnes has done nothing. This is Barnes' last week in my team. Regardless, he's going next uh, next week. I've already made one one transfer for this week, but uh, I've kept Barnes. As I said, Barnes has got the bullet. He's gone. He's gone. For the the flavor du jour, but uh, we can discuss that later. I think you should. Discuss your team
0: and how well you did Thank this you, week. Sheamus. Thank you, James. Thank you. Yeah, no, I had a pretty decent week. I got a grand total of 87 points. Um, so, yeah, that West Ham match uh, on Monday night really kind of just sealed, uh the week. Um, I think I got 32 points from it or something you were mentioning a while ago. <laughs> I had Ben Rama, Sufell and Antonio, so it was just point city. And I was chuckling and very a very happy man uh, watching that match, so... Herself had gone out for a few points with uh, her college mates, and it was like, oh, I guess I have the evening to myself. I'll put on the TV, uh, you know, pull out uh, the the moisturizer, have everything ready to go, and uh, yeah, no, it was just a fantastic Monday night, a couple of drinks, and uh, watching the Green Arrow just get bigger and bigger and bigger. As uh, that's not a pun, that's that, that's an actual. That was what was happening.
2: <laughs> was the only thing getting bigger and bigger
1: mm-hmm. and bigger as well. Yeah, sounds like it. But uh,
0: yeah, no, it was a pretty good week. Eighty-seven points. Um, that's pushed me up into the top one hundred fifty k. But as, as as we said at the top of the show, I don't think overall rank uh, matters a whole lot right now. There is such a, a condensed amount mm-hmm. of managers <clears> in that you know top, even just top million is just so no. fucking packed between thirty points, fifteen points sees you go from. I don't know, where I am up to 15, 20k. Can I get like 15 points? It's like, really? Okay. Yeah. There's seven points
2: between me and Patty, and that's like the equivalent of 200k. That's 300,000 to
0: place so 500, 000 to 500,000.
2: And how many points are you on, uh, Ger?
0: Overall, um, I am on 186. 186 or something.
2: 182. So there is eight points between us two. At the 100k mark. So one good week can turn it around, you know, go for a, a different captain option option and it comes in or get it wrong and you know you're going to see big swings up or down. So, yeah, I mean, it's all about just jostling for position and getting the points on the board. I mean, like what am I on? 170 174. So that's an average of 87 points over two game weeks. That's not sustainable. So there's going to be poor weeks sooner rather than later. Um and just you want to have a good week that week whenever i have a bad week and you'll find yourself flying.
0: Exactly. And that's a well, perfect well said, segue. Well said. Yeah, perfect segue into Paddy. Uh, and uh, you're... <laughs> look, you you made this bed last week. I made this Yeah,
1: I'm fucking ready to give, throw it at me.
0: Yeah, no. But I mean, I just want to know what the plan is. 60 points. You had two, three... You did it. You rolled last week. So did Chavis. Yeah, I yeah did go from Barnes to Ben Rama, you know, hashtag points and there. So, that was great, but Patty, you've you've made your two transfers, you set it off air, and I'm intrigued. How do you get this back on track?
1: Right, well, I feel that I need to get on the Benny train, the Ben Rachman train, if that's how you pronounce it. I'm uh, pretty happy with you there. He, he will lie. But, look, I'm not messing about, Um, uh, you know, we all say, you know, let's Hold steady on the transfers and wait to the day before. Sometimes you just can't. These guys are fucking, are rising. Like, they're they're going up. But, like, I think there was 50% every half hour of manager was, was bringing these Antonio and Benarama in. So I was like, Benarama, get into my team. So I went Pogba. Shock. That's uh, right. We United's by, fixtures? Yeah, out went Pogba. I looked at United's uh, next two fixtures compared to... Uh, West Ham's next two fixtures and I preferred having uh, Ben Rachman over uh, Pogba for the Palace game and I already have Bruno in the United team so you know that's me I have Survivor, and I thought you know take a few of these eggs out of the basket you know And I'm happy. It feels good. You know, I had, you know, when I get five assists from Pogba the first two games, and, uh, you know, it feels like it's time to to move over to Benny. And the other one, not so convincing, but I wanted to get some money into the team, and I done Ben White, mainly out of fear. Thought he was going to drop in price. Didn't want to lose any cash. And I brought in Shane Duffy for Brighton, who I think we were talking as well earlier that uh, Brighton look... You know, look pretty decent the back, and that. And now I have two million in the bank, and I'm happy to have that money there. But I already know probably what my next transfer is after game week three, or maybe my next fire to put out, and that's Simicus has probably got to go. He's gonna as soon as he doesn't start, maybe in game week three, I can just feel the masses are going to start selling, and his money will start dropping. Maybe. What have you got in the bank, Paddy? After those moves. Two million in the bank. Okay, so yeah, that gives you lots of uh,
2: scope to move things around. Would you not upgrade um, one of your? You know, you've got two four point five million midfielders. Like, so I see that. Yeah. Upgrade one
1: of them. I could, you know, to be honest. um, I think at the moment, um, I'm looking there at the defense. Um, You know, I'm not too sure about Shaw at five point five. I'm not too sure about Dinya at five point five. Maybe what I do is I I downgrade the the price points of those two players and uh, maybe free up a little bit more money and maybe upgrade that midfield or maybe go for a a better striker at the minute. I'm kind of just set for game week three. And then after game week three, who fucking knows? Because there's so much time in front of us, you know, to...
2: Sure, can I ask you a question just about what Paddy's saying there? Do you want me to turn Paddy Paddy off and
0: you can ask me in private? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about your
2: behind his back?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: No, let's
2: get a... I'm not listening. There is a a kind of school of thought that one of the things you should do with your transfers is address your weakest point in your team, uh, which is not something I think he's done with... Pogba, you know? Now he's made a move. Uh, you've got Duffy in, and you have Timica, so you've two 4.0 million defenders, which may not be starting soon. So I'm just wondering why do you think, George? Do you think he should focus his transfer on not downgrading the likes of Dina or Shaw, but actually trying to improve one of those two positions with his, his following no, you,
0: you read my mind there when you said that uh, the focus on what's going wrong and not what's going right or or focus your transfer towards what's going wrong but what I would say is that I think Pogba to Benrama is a solid move I think that he did get the like obviously we don't know what United yeah exactly he's got his crystal ball so we don't know what he's seeing so I mean we got to trust a little bit in that but I do think he knows that he got away with it with Pogba in the sense of like fight not got away with it but got richly rewarded in those first two game weeks. More so than I think would continue. Yeah. And I do think he had no... Like, having no West Ham meant it's a, probably a good idea to get on a bit of West Ham. Uh, So, cutting down a bit of United and getting on West Ham yeah. is, is completely fine with me. I do think the Duffy move, and I think even Paddy alluded to it last night when we were chatting, uh, yeah. it was like, he, he you're not 100% sold on that. And with us there... Yeah, there's issues. I don't know how long Duffy's going to start, uh, especially once they get the likes of Veltman and uh, uh, Dan Byrne, I think. Was, was he missing this week? I'm not sure, but I know they have a few other players to, to come back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think the the Duffy one will be a future transfer down the line. As far as Sean Dean, go, like, there's money there to fix things, but he already have two million in the bank. So I definitely would be just looking at what can you do with that two million and, uh, you know, before looking to try and take more money out, but I think it's on the right the right track. And post international break game week three, there's going to be loads, uh, loads of fucking questions, and you're going to be delighted to have that money.
1: Yeah, no, no, great points, for Seamus. There, you know, it's it's true. You know, fixing the fires and all that. But I do know the Duffy move was a bit, you know, of a brain fart. Maybe right because it looks like it's a move that I'm just going to have to fix in a couple of game weeks again. But what I am hoping is, I'm quite happy having a, you know, I have I feel like I have adequate Manchester United coverage for, you know, the next fixtures. And I definitely wanted to get on the, the Benny train. You know, a lot of people were saying that, you know, they, they were reluctant to get on Lingard last season. They kept thinking, It's going to happen. Uh, it's going to stop. It's going to stop. And I don't want to be like that with, uh, with Ben Rachman. You know, I want to... I want to be on that train. And I like his fixture against Palace and his next one against Southampton. So I'm kind of happy in that. And I've got I've got this little bit of extra money in the bank and I'm sure I'll be able to, to patch the team up.
0: Yeah, I, I don't doubt it for a second. Uh, and I mean, as I said, I think, you know, getting on West Ham at the moment is, is probably well worth it.
1: One thing I am really hopeful goes my way this week is that uh simicus has one final game for game week three and um the vibes are bad i don't feel like what do you think do you think
2: well i think <laughs> robertson came out today and signed a new contract but also yeah. revealed he's he's fit again or something like that i didn't read the entire tweet but that seems to be what i was uh picking up on from uh from twitter today but either way, he was on the bench the last game, so you got to think he yeah. probably is ready. He's, and if it wasn't speck- against Chelsea, if they were playing, they were playing Norwich. I think maybe he'd give him another Simicast, maybe another game just to make sure uh, he was uh Robertson was okay. But against Chelsea, he's going to want his strongest team out there. Yeah, um, true. But even if Simicast plays, I don't think they're keeping a clean sheet, and maybe yeah. they will. But uh, yeah, I don't so know. So fuck either way. Ch- I think Chelsea are keeping a clean sheet. Personally, I think
0: Chelsea are keeping a clean sheet. Yeah.
1: Uh, another thing as well, to note, um, Simicus came off, uh, what, around the 70th minute, was it? No, no I think
0: Simikas played the whole match, or no, the 92nd. 90- no. oh,
1: right. uh, it when was meant he... taken
0: off around the 85th minute, but the ball right. just stayed in play
2: for about five minutes, so he came off in the 91st minute. And
1: kinda, it was kind of like a send-off, wasn't it? I think he went up and applauded to the, to the cop as well. It was nearly like, you know, that's my last game. <laughs> Welcome, Robbo
0: welcome back yeah a little bit sure. i mean like i think he just you know he got his assist you know as you said yeah roberts he knows that his place is kind of it's gone now for the foreseeable future and you know what there's people out there and they're talking they're talking about oh well you know we don't know he might get uh he might get some games now he's been very good he fucking won't get any nah, games well, f- once robertson is fit he won't yeah, he's get gone
1: games. so that's what yeah. i mean that um after game week three you know Maybe I—I I don't know. Do I keep him or do I cash in on the money I made on him? Because I think he's—I think he's still price racing. Like, you know, even after that game, people are buying him in. Like, what the mm. fuck's wrong with him? Like, you know, he's—he's he's going. He's not—he's not, he's not going to start anymore. The good times are over. Hundred percent.
0: Mm. I think like I'm—I'm I'm just happy that the Jota or Jota, whatever the oh, way what you want to say it, the Jota Zmikas. Battle was won by, as far as I'm concerned, was won by the 4.0 defender. You know, like I was worried, especially like I was chuckling obviously uh, to see that it was the Zemekis assist for Jata at the weekend. I was like, "Fucking hell, these guys are you know really kind of head to head." -head." (laughs) But that was a big decision for a lot of people. Like, what's your third Liverpool spot? Do you go with the 4.0 defender that you know you're going to have to transfer out, or do you go with you know Jata who? you know, is a, a rotation risk, especially with Firmino kind of lurking. And um, with, you know, Firmino uh, not starting either of the last two, you've got to, ex- that's going to change, you know, like he, he's not going to always be starting on the bench. So I'd be worried as a Jota owner, as much as, you know, anyone that's got Zemeckis is kind of counting, you know, they know there's a they're, they're, they're number there. Uh, but look, that's... That's uh, I suppose, a kind of worries for a different game week. Um, Seamus, how many? Or you said you'd made one transfer yourself there, uh, this week. How Mara's out? Who have you gotten in?
2: Yeah, so um, I think without enforcing a strict, strict rule, because you know me and these FPL rules, I set, I, I am thinking no Man City now for the foreseeable. Okay, maybe after Christmas when they kind of go on this. You know, run like they did last year, where they went like 15 games unbeaten or 15 games they won in a row, maybe then. But for the first half of the season, no, I'm off city. Um and I decided to move to the inform team, which is West Ham, and Ben Rama came in. Really, what I was looking at doing was trying to maybe bring that up to Sun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe if I if I wanted to make that sun. I just need to find an extra million and then I've got to try and find a million somewhere. So I was looking at options like, do I sell Barnes down to a 6 million player? I can't afford Ben Rama because he's now 6.1. So that would have to be something like SAR couldn't even afford Rafina. And I was considering SAR. And then I was like, I don't really want to do that. Uh, Maybe I want to, I was honestly (laughs) considering selling Trent, um, you know, and maybe downgrading that to, Well, who was I thinking of? I was looking at Pereira. I was looking at Cresswell and I was looking at Kufa to free up like two million or something like that. That would allow me to get in Sun. And then I realized, you know what? I'm putting a lot of eggs in this Sun basket, considering this is a Spurs team that have scored two goals in two games. Harry Kane has come off the bench. We don't know how that's going to play out. If he does come back in the team, you know, Sun's going to be back on the wing. Will Nuno have it? The same way Mourinho had them playing last year, where Sun and Kane just combined to great effect. Or will Sun now have a kind of a role where he's got to track back more? I know he tracks back quite a bit anyway, but I just don't know how they're gonna exactly line up. So yeah, I said I'd give it another week. I may still go to Sun, but I'm not doing it this week. I can't afford it this week unless I take a hit, which I could do. But I'm gonna wait and see how they play against a team that's going to sit back. Like uh who's it? Watford this is, week, yeah, is Watford. it? Yeah. Let's we'll see against a team when they're uh, they're the home team. How do they play against Watford? And if they're mightily impressive, then I'd say Barnes will make... Way- Barnes is definitely going out after game week three. So for game week four, he'd be going out. But that could be Son or it could be someone else. Yeah, it's
0: a bit tough to, to jump off of Barnes when he's got a home fixture against Norwich. Like, I, I get it. You know, uh, if I had held on to him for last week's match, I definitely wouldn't have been getting rid of him this week. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, the price... Yeah, you know, I had to make... Enough.
2: No, sorry I was interrupting you, but I just want to say I had to make that decision last week. Literally whatever decision I made before Ben Rama, kind of like yourself, you made the decision early. Okay, I want Ben Rama. I'm going for him now because he's going to rise and price. I decided if I don't do it now, I basically am committing to Barnes for the next two, which is uh which is kind of what I did. So now I'm just gonna ride that train to hell and make <laughs> sure we get some points.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um yeah, you kinda who did you just to clarify, who did you actually swap out Maris for? Oh, so you did get on the... Yeah, of course. Yeah, you just said it. I'm an idiot. No,
2: I think... Um, don't, don't look at Gift Horse in the mouth. He's uh, playing in that Lingard, Lingard role from last year. We know what Lingard was able to do. I think he'll be able to do it. Um, he looks very, you know, ex-lively, as they say. Um, and I still think there'll be points there because West Ham just look like Moyes has got them taken over nicely. And, like, if anything, I'm thinking of maybe going triple as well. Like, as I said, if now that I have... Create up some money for Mars. If I decide I don't want Sun next week, then that looks like maybe Simicast could become
0: Kufal. Yeah. Um. I mean, look, there's uh, there's going to be a lot of tinkering uh, before. I mean, I think we've been kind of yammering on about. Uh... Our our own teams for for quite a bit. Uh, If anyone is watching this on YouTube, anybody, (laughs) you might have noticed that my camera has switched off. Uh, That's just an issue on our on my end. So you know you're gonna have to make do with the brief five minutes of my face you got, and uh, you know use your imagination for the rest. But uh, I think it's time we switched on over to the week in FPL, as it's been loving lovingly named by Paddy himself. This is uh, you know. Completely handwritten by Mister Mister Brown here, and uh, it gives us a good rundown of all the uh, all the headlines really that's kind of got everyone chatting this week. First up, you can see, and it's on you know, it's it's what everyone was talking about. We're talking about what are we going to do with our money? I've got money to do this. Paddy's got money to do that. You've got money to do your Seamus. And I think like a lot of people in the back of their minds are going to be looking at how they get a few bob in the bank and. Yeah upgrade maybe someone like an Antonio or an Ings more so Ings than Antonio because Antonio's on fire to someone like Lukaku and uh, yeah he's second debut for Chelsea, his second uh, return to, I think it was uh, was it home this week, Stafford Bridge um, or was that, no it was a away at Arsenal I think actually, yeah no it was an away match but yeah he, he came out of that, you know kind of got heads turned uh, goal, I don't know what he got 8 points in total in the end yeah, yeah. eight points a... yeah. Has, that, has that you know grabbed any of your attention are you kind of wondering what the hell the fuck because we're talking about Ben Ramah here we're talking about the same kind of players we've been speaking about pre-season and stuff but you know this is someone that I don't know could turn the game upside down you know any, any thoughts on that Paddy
1: uh, well do you know look it's, the way I, I can look at it is uh, he's caught my attention I'm looking over there I like shiny new things yeah um I would like to have him in my team. Uh, do you know what it's like, right? And this is this might sound crazy, but it's like when you get a really good PlayStation game, right? And you're really into it. You might be halfway through it, and then the next thing, this new PlayStation game comes out, and you're like, oh fuck! Oh, you know, I want to play that too, but you don't really want to, you know, yeah. neglect neglect your the one that you've been playing, put a lot of time into. And I'm looking over Lukaku. I want to, I want him, but I don't see how I'm going to get him just yet and it kind of works in my favour because I think I know he scored, he's, Arsenal we can make the joke, it's not going to be playing Arsenal every <laughs> week but the fixtures are getting a, a little tough like they're tougher for Chelsea yeah. at the next couple, yeah yeah, so I think that um, it coincides well with me that I don't have to, you know I, I don't feel like I need to just grab and now rip up my team, although I don't know if, it's, if it was a joke, tweet by Mark Southerns, the GOAT but um, he posted a picture of I think a transfer in. i think he went for he might have brought lukaku in already i also see has he has he price raised already or if not is he i think he could be tonight you, you know oh, so would. there is a lot of people that are you know they are just running towards lukaku for for now for me it's a wait and see but that's what the headline was about to let's rip up rip up your teams or something because that's what it felt like no on the vibe on, on Twitter on the Twitter 100%. sphere percent
0: uh, and you hit the nail on the head uh, there with the fixtures Chelsea have Liverpool up next obviously that's not that's not an appetising fixture for any team uh, but yeah Liverpool Villa Spurs and Man City in the next four so I mean I think as everyone's already highlighted game week 7 is when Chelsea's fixtures swing big time and for me, like I'll be happy to just keep an eye on him, and uh, you know, m- make my decision closer to game week seven, game week eight. Uh, what about you, Seamus? Any thoughts on Lukaku?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't get go from this week away to Liverpool, but game week four at home to Aston Villa, I consider. Now, unfortunately, it's followed by Spurs away, Man City at yeah. home, but we don't know Spurs away could might be a bad fixture, and they did beat City two or three times last year. After that, as you said, game week seven is where it kicks in. So I think you could reasonably go from from game week four. I was just looking and playing around my team as we were as we were discussing it there, and I could get him in in two moves in game week four. Like I could go Ings, and we know Ings has three great opening fixtures, but it turns from game week four. So I probably, unless he bangs in like a hat trick against Brentford, and I decide I want to keep him, I, I can't see him scoring against Chelsea. I just don't imagine anyone scoring against Chelsea this season. Yeah. <laughs> But I know they will, but I just I don't envision it. So if I got rid of Ings for Lukaku, um, I'd have to just downgrade Barnes to somebody 6.4 or below. So that gives me lots of options. You know, A lot of people are talking about De Kure for Ever- Everton. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of people discussing that, but I'd probably go for something like Saar at 6 million. I think, I think um, Saar
0: at 6 million is a good shout. I think um, Damari Gray he got the goal this week for Everton. He might be one worth watching. I, th- I, I know he didn't do much as a Leicester asset, but... You, you look pretty pretty dangerous at the weekend and if Everton kind of continue this run of form there on I wouldn't like. I think he's only 5.5 or something like that so dirt cheap
2: you yeah know? so I could I could do it um, I, I think i are going to hold two up
1: two players again so I Ings and who
2: I could go Ings and Barnes okay. to Lukaku and Sar okay and I'd have point four in the bank so that even gives me a bit of wiggle room if he wants to go up a couple of and like you mentioned he might have gone up he hasn't gone up yet but he's had like over 300,000 transfers in so I'd anticipate he's going to probably go up and if he does anything you know against uh Explode. liverpool the problem with the getting him for game week four is there's an international break after this next game week so you know you we always see an international break with two weeks off players could double rise you know potentially yeah. uh i don't know if that there's a uh, statistics to back that up i do feel like they're actually don't rise so quick uh during these longer yeah. breaks because um, I always think they will but they never seem to do it but yeah like, I'm going to I'm gonna wait and see again I'm going to hold off I'm going to wait and see I said Ings could go out it's just a lot easier for me to just move laterally over to calvert who started the season really really well and has a, a home game against Burnley in game week four I don't think this is a great week to go for calvert against Brighton away seeing as they've got like three tall centre-halves and dunk Duffy and Webster, and uh, you know, if Byrne comes back as well, you know, that's uh, there's another one of them, so I don't think he's going to get a lot of joy with uh, headed opportunities like he normally does, I think they're just going to be well set up for that, so yeah, I, I think this is not, and they I just as an aside, Brighton are just stronger defensively, I think they've just shown that since the second half of last season, They've Potter's kind of got them wearing along now, and uh, I just think, uh, I don't see he's going to score this week, but from game week four on, that seems like a straight swap for Ings to me, so I'll be watching the games in game week three really, really closely. Specifically, Sun and Lukaku, because if yeah. I want to get a big premium player in, it's probably going to be one of those.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a play you talk We're talking about DCL there. You're talking about all the upgrades you can do with striker. There's no, so no one has mentioned, and it surprised me. No one has mentioned Paddy B yet. Um, Leeds, uh, their fixtures aren't too bad. I mean, after this week, they have obviously Liverpool, Liverpool in game week four, but Patrick Bamford, eight million, uh, almost, like he's who I'm looking at maybe going from Ings to because I do. I'm the same. I think once Villa's fixtures turn after game week three, Chelsea, Everton, United, and Spurs. Even if Ings does get a hat trick against Brentford tomorrow, I don't want uh, striker running into those fixtures, especially when I'm only playing with two, two up top. But I am looking at Leeds, yeah. and they've got Burnley. As I said, Liverpool, obviously, game week four is a bit of a meh, but Newcastle, West Ham, Watford following that with five, six, and seven. So, I mean, Leeds, uh, you know, they look like they, like, we know what they are capable of after last season. They Bamford got an assist this week. I know Rafinha got the goal, but there's a bit of competition in the midfield spots at the moment. And if you did look, um, you know, to kind of go a bit left field and maybe Harrison is two left fields. I think... Bamford is a very easy swap for Ings, especially if there's no price raises. What do you think of that, Patty?
1: I think that's a fantastic swap. And just, just looking at the fixtures there again, quality fixtures. And Ings, there we go. There's another little, you know, it's not a big fire, yeah. but something that for me to look at as well um i was i just wanted to say that was a lovely smooth transition of Sheamus that Sheamus can get to Lukaku there for me so easily done and and definitely give a lot of managers you know confidence to do it easily for myself though i have Salah and Bruno and Trent and one of the the holy trinity would would have to exit my team um to probably to get Lukaku or someone and that's why i'm okay and i'm not that pushed at the moment i have all those players too Patty. do you Jesus, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> there is as, one I, for me.
2: I could no I could get it. It's just as I said, it um, uh, it means having two six million midfielders in Ben Rama and um, what's his face, someone like Sar, uh, and having like a 4.5 forward and a 4.5 mid, so it's doable, right. yeah. um, as I said, but like what you're saying there about Bamford again, just look at his pictures. As I said, Calvert Lewin, I can see I can see Ings to Calvert Lewin being a move I make in game week four. But uh, likewise, you know, game week five, I could easily see myself going, you know what, let's upgrade that uh, third striker spot to Bamford. And then I'd have a forward line of Calvert, Loon, Antonio and Bamford. I think I'd almost prefer that to having someone like Lukaku or uh, even Son. So I am thinking long and hard about do I want to go to Son because it's going, I think I just want the strikers. I think I want these guys getting the goals um, when their fixtures turn. Bamford's got one assist so far. In Leeds haven't started great, but I think they're going to start getting into the groove more and more. They never give up against Everton. Um, I had been looking at someone more like Rafina than Bar- than Bamford, but just as the thing as Joe mentioned them, it's just all the yeah. memories of that season started flooding back, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> Bamford again, so, so I, don't I, know. I,
1: lo- I love that pick as well. Yeah, yeah definitely, that's a, that's a great pick, and something that you know what I can see myself going for that move myself at the moment I'm, I'm happy with my kind of my budget strike force Ings, calvert Loon and wilson and i'm just looking at wilson's fixtures you know fair enough we have they have united in game week four but after that, leeds watford wolves you know they're not too bad there's not it's not something i need to rush to to do either but i think Ings Ings certainly will we'll have to have a look at
0: yeah i think like Ings, has said with their fixture swing and then i like as soon as West Ham begin uh, competing in Europe. I do worry about Antonio a little bit now. I'm sure for a while, like Antonio, probably probably will be, uh, uh you know, kind of spared European football until it gets a bit more serious. At least that's the way I'd imagine Moise is gonna approach it. And obviously, we're all talking about this before the deadline is passed, and West Ham could bring in yeah. another striker. You know, so um, that would make it a bit easier. But I do worry about uh. Yeah, Antonio's hamstrings, you know. Although he didn't have any issues uh, spinning in his cardboard cutout. I mean, it's only, only a game away. It's only a game away, exactly. Uh, moving on to our other headlines. I mean, we've covered a lot of them. We've kind of spoke about some and yeah, what the yeah. issue is now. We've talked about, I mean, the Salah Salo, Salo, Salo Bruno blank. I mean, how much more do you have to talk about that? It's it's typical FPL. It's
1: it's self-explanatory, isn't yeah, it? Like, it's, I couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it, you know, because it was such a 50-50 yeah. all week. And we had a great discussion on uh, last orders, Seamus. You were there. Something mm-hmm. that we going to maybe try again on Friday, just to you know, to re- recap everything that's gone on in the week. It was quite a nice conversation. But you know, I was this close to going to Bruno, and thank God I uh, forgot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Salah,
1: Salah, <laughs>
2: Salah literally got triple Bruno's score
0: yeah he did and yeah. uh, I don't know about you guys but I'm petty enough to be very happy about that like fuck ye, yeah. one Salah, Bruno nil um, even though obviously from United fans perspective it's complete opposite yeah. I think another uh, FPL asset that's kind of causing some issues um, at the moment is Tony uh, for Brentford um, he's blanked in his first two now obviously I don't think people expected a whole lot from the Arsenal match but I think that home fixture or that fixture against Crystal Palace was something people were you know hoping for a couple of returns out of and and that was a blank and now they still have some decent fixtures away to Villa, home to Brighton away to Wolves I mean Brighton Wolves are like they might be blue on the fixture um, ticker but you know they're a bit stingy I mean Wolves have conceded what one goal to Leicester and one goal to Spurs and uh, we know what Brighton are like. We've spoke about their defense already, so you know I think the time could be running up for for Tony owners. Uh, Six point five. I'm sure he's going to take a price drop pretty fucking soon. And uh, I don't know. He's one I'm glad I avoided um, preseason, but I can imagine that being a bit of a headache for any owners right now. But as you mentioned, Seamus, like you said yourself, there are a lot. There are quite a few options. Uh, at the moment options opening up in a week or two do you think you give tony a bit more time uh, to you know show what he's capable of or do you think you kind of get on the likes of dcl and stuff now
2: if i'm honest with the what you mentioned the potential for price drop as well and look, value so important this season which is why i've made the move for Barnes already i've already lost one in him, but i got him at 6.1 now it's mm-hmm. gone up to 6.2 already I'm going to be making my moves early to try and gain advantage and build up team value um, as much as I can, with the knowledge that say it all goes to pot over the international break and stuff like that, and all my players are injured. I've got a wild card out in my back pocket I can pull out. Um, so for that reason, you know, I think early moves are okay. Uh, you were asking me about Tony. The same thing applies with price drops. Try and avoid them where possible. You saw, you saw that pushed Paddy into yeah. selling white this week. Um, which, to be honest, I can see the reason behind it. Although I do think that White has got some decent fixtures coming up. I think he's got four of his next five home games are going to be really yeah. winnable. Um, so you can rotate him in and out. But getting back to Tony, he's like, I think I counted it there, 16th or maybe 17th on the list of uh, top point scorers yeah. for forwards in the season so far. <laughs> so that's nothing. I think I'd probably get rid. Because if you, I mean, I say this with a caveat, assuming you've rolled your game week two transfer and you've got two transfers in the bank right now, I think now is the perfect time to go, you know what? Put him up to a 7.5 forward like Antonio, if you don't have that. Put him up to Ings, put him up to Calvert-Lewin. Maybe not put him up to Ings because he's about to come into bad fixtures. but like you said, Bamford, plenty of options there. Um, Even bring him down to someone like Dennis and take that money and put it into improving a midfield slot if you need to. Um, Um. But I, transfers, i probably come off him. Because I think that's just the way the crowd is going to go. And if you look at it, what are his next few fixtures? If he blanks in this next game against Aston Villa, which could happen, um, then you've got Brighton at home. They're very tight defensively. They're not going to be bullied off the ball like he was pushing on that Arsenal defense. No, no, uh, as and then said, we, wolves. Brighton,
0: Wolves, wolves are, the they're stingy defences. Uh, we actually have a question from A Particle Impact. I've already, he says, I've already done my transfers because of the fear of price changes and personal reasons. I might not be able to wait to do my transfers during the deadline hours. So his question is, was his move from Barnes and Tony to Benrama Wilson for no hit, he rolled his transfers, and he now has 0.3 in the bank, better than just taking out Zemicus? Now, obviously this is subjective. I mean, all three of us here would have probably different opinions on that, but, um, you know, on paper, uh, obviously I think Barnes to Ben Rama, uh, is, is a solid move. Tony to Wilson. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit like, Oh, I don't know. What do you think about that? Patty, you're a Wilson owner. You've just done, you, you own Ben Rama and Wilson.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, one, the one transfer there might've been all right. I don't think I would have went 20 to Wilson. I don't think it feels a wee bit sideways because, you know, I'm happy having Wilson, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't with um, Tony's next game, we all know what's going to happen. This is the game where, you know, you sell him and uh, he gets his fucking couple of goals or maybe a goal assist or whatever. Um, but in saying that, I'm all for what Seamus just said there. I would be, I would be totally, I'd be selling him. Do you know, I would. Yeah. But I mean, Wilson to Tony for the two threes, I might, have, I might have just done, what was the other one he done there? The first one?
0: To Benarama.
1: did he need the money or what I wonder he could have just done maybe yeah, to Benarama did, he, did he say
2: he had the exact money
1: to do it alright well maybe it's a different story if he really wanted to get Benarama in and uh, Wilson was probably the highest uh, you know the best looking forward for the money he had but uh, I'm sure there is others but yeah, I think it's all right. You yeah, know? at the end of the day, I don't think it's a bad. Tra- I don't think it's a bad transfers. You know,
0: and I'm with you. I think like obviously you could come up. I could come up with. A re- I could argue, argue both sides of that coin. I could come up with the reasons yeah. against it and for it. I think the fact that. Uh, you use the two transfers and not you're uh, not uh, upgrading uh, Zemeckis or dealing with Zemeckis, whatever way you want to put it, I think that's fine. I mean, Zemeckis is a 4.0 defender. Like For me, he's the only 4.0 on the team. So I would normally be happy to just let my 4 million defender just sit there. Obviously, it comes with the caveat that that's a third Liverpool spot that you want to free up. So... You know, you're going to want to eventually shift him out if you want to triple up on Liverpool, which I imagine, you know, most people will want to do at some stage, especially after this Chelsea match. But, um, but like, I'd be happy to not make that move right now. I can wait a week or two, absorb the price change. Yeah. He's gone up last night. He could go up again. He could also drop a bit. I mean, I don't give a shit. Uh, as long as he doesn't go below the four that I paid for him, I'd be pretty happy. Would you agree with that, James?
2: Yeah, I mentioned something similar pre-pot. I'm happy enough to just see him like drop back down to to 4 million. The only danger with it is that he's now owned by 29% of teams. So if everyone starts selling him, I think he'll drop in price quicker than he's risen. So I think he could drop down below 4.0. But I'm in no rush to sell him. You know, if I can sell him next week, if I I lose to make sell him next week and get that 1.1 million off him, Fine. If not, as I said, I'm in no rush. I think it, it, what it really comes down to, whether it was good to ignore it, uh, from the person who asked that question, is dependent on whether he has another four point oh million. If he's got four playing defenders in that team, then knowing Semikas is just
0: fine. Yeah. No. Uh, but I get you. I get you, Paddy. Um, let me ask you something. Uh, we've been chatting away here about the game week two results and and looking ahead to. To game week three and whatnot, do, uh, do you have any fear of this international news that's been floating around Twitter for the last couple of days? We've seen, like, I don't know if you're aware of it, even. I'm just kind of uh, curve <laughs> curveballing you here, yeah. But like, we've seen it was rumored last week, obviously, with the uh, the Brazil matches and the South the South American fixtures coming up, that we'd see a lot of um. Players leaving teams and not necessarily being back for game weeks four and five. The likes of ben Rama, the likes of Salah, the likes of Firmino, Brazilian players, Allison, all that kind of stuff. Um, Rafinha, he's got called up as well, so he's an option that you know is scaring people. There's been a lot of talk about it last week. There was a whole, oh, they won't play. Now we have had the the Premier League coming out saying that they you know don't expect cl- clubs to leave their players go, that they would expect him to stay at the club based on quarantine rules Um, but yeah, we know that there's a lot of South American teams not too happy with that. How are you approaching that whole situation?
1: Um, I'm just kind of I haven't thought that far ahead I've seen the, the bit of uh, the news and stuff like that and then I've seen today the Premier League have released that statement that um, they're not going to mm-hmm. release any players for the international matches played and I kinda of think that I think that will be I don't think many players will will you know to uh, will will do it. I think they'll they'll do as they're told from their Premier League clubs, you know, because I know the loyalty to the countries and all is there, but I mean their clubs is kind of their bread and butter and not that they need any bread and butter but I mean I just I just I'm not I'm not worried about it. Shorts. I don't short think out. uh
2: I've seen Mo six-pack, and I don't think he eats any carbs. So
1: yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely right. right. I don't think I'm worrying about it, to be honest. What do you think? Are you guys worrying about I'm that? I'm similar
0: to you. I'm playing it by ear. I'm happy that, the, from an FPL yeah. manager's perspective, I'm happy that uh, the clubs have come out, yeah. uh, or that whoever uh, have come out and said that, you know, they don't expect the clubs to release some blah, blah, blah. I mean, that means there will be a lot of, uh, you know, Players that probably will take the step back this for the for these fixtures and just go look. with the whole shit that's going on, also not just as an FBA manager, it's yeah. a bit of common fucking sense. I don't want people flying around halfway around the world if they don't need to. Yeah, exactly. You know? But exactly. Uh, FBA wise, I'm I'm sitting back and waiting. What about you, Seamus? See, have you any concerns yeah. over it?
2: Yeah, I'm delighted to hear this news because it was something that part of me was thinking. Oh, if uh, if the Lexus of Son has to, or Salah has to quarantine, then. Maybe I can just get Sun in for Salah for a couple of weeks and change him back in a couple of weeks. No, but all in all, I don't want to be making these kind of lateral movements where I get rid of Salah for a couple of weeks, get him back in. So I welcome the news. Um, I don't really like I don't really want to see these players being travel. Like you said, I don't think it makes sense. These are red zones. You've got to quarantine. All of a sudden, these guys are saying, oh, go over here they didn't miss actual work for two and a half weeks they missed two Premier League games uh, uh, Wordington Cup game whatever Championship Carabao Cup game and mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Champions League game no, it makes no sense so I'm delighted to see that uh, I don't know I think players will be happy as well I think yeah. they'll be they, they, I'd say they probably weren't too I don't know, everyone wants to represent a country, but, you know, it is a bit of a pain having to travel to South America. And look, let's be honest, it's mostly teams playing in South America. Yeah, it's not teams co- traveling around Europe. 100%. So, they'll, they'll, like, they'll never, I think they'll never they'll, admit it. No, sorry, they'll take sorry. this sorry. excuse and, no, exactly yeah. what you're saying, Paddy, they'll take this excuse and they'll go to the country, Well, look, my boss won't let me, what yeah. can I do? Same way I blame my wife and yeah. I can't. Exactly. Stuff.
1: They'll <laughs> never admit it, but they'll be, they'll be really the happy inside. Admit. They don't have to go anywhere.
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that's but it's it's definitely kind of like I mean you talk about you don't know how the players and are feeling about it. I noticed some of them don't seem too impressed. I know the likes of I think Cavani has shared something uh, on Instagram now. I don't even know if that was the real him. I was just flicking through it a while ago, but uh, you know it seems like you know to the likes of, some players would probably take it a bit more to heart than others but ah yeah FPL wise i think everyone can kind of yeah. breathe a bit more uh, sigh of relief than you know the weeks beforehand because that would have been worrying me especially the fact that a lot of managers have rolled a transfer it's it's kind of getting to that stage especially if you're not wildcarding, where you're you're thinking about what your next moves are going to be they're, they're kind of it's kind of pivotal at this stage you know what do you do do you jump off uh, mm. do you jump off a of Barnes? do you go on a Rafinha? Do you know yeah and that, and just the, the the quarantine and really kind of throws it up in the air but um i think we're pretty much done with the the headlines that was a big thing i wanted to, to chat about um was the international kind of rules and quarantine and this stuff. There's one more kind of I don't know. I think it's a, a big talking point. Um, and that's captaincy this week. Now you say that's a big talking point every week, but um, I'm genuinely like I find it a lot harder this week than I did last week. Like I know the Bruno Salad debate was was rich and it was it was it was going on all fucking week, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any doubts. I knew exactly who I was captaining from, you know, the start of the game week. There was no worries about it. This week, it's a lot trickier. Now, I didn't mention it at the top of the show, um, but I did make my transfer early. I did it, I think, Saturday evening or Sunday evening. Um, for fear price rises similar to nuclear atoms. Um, I got Mars out for Sun, so Sun is now sitting in my team. Oh, yeah, exactly. fancy! I'm pretty, pretty happy with uh Sun there, and he's giving me a solid option for the game week now i am a bit worried just talk to him he he got Rushed off, yeah. He, he got well. He, he was apparently rushed off the fucking broken <laughs> No, but he's apparently rushed off the fields before the match with the medical team, and there was worries of him not starting. He did start. He played seventy minutes, yeah. and he may have walked off gingerly. Descent or Nuno didn't seem to have a fucking clue what the commentator was asking about. I don't really see. I didn't see a whole lot wrong with him. Um, but he's there. He's in my team, and assuming all Allens, well, I think he's my solid kind of shout for captaincy i mean a, a whole match against Watford, pretty obliging to brighton um last weekend if they play like that against spurs spurs should rip them apart uh so i'm happy to have that option but neither of you have a spurs option what are you thinking for captaincy patty you've uh you've made a couple of changes already this week who are you looking at
1: yeah well this is interesting, actually, because for when we done the last orders talk on Friday, remember um, Brandon was asking me, you know, being a United fan and all, you know, does it uh, take place in my decision making? Because I was going with Salah captaincy. And I did say, even though United won 5-1, I always have that doubt about United. I always think, you know, they're a wee bit inconsistent at times. And, you know, at the moment, the big captaincy is probably mm-hmm. it's Bruno this week. And right now, my captaincy is sitting on Salah, but I haven't changed it. But it will be going over to Bruno. <laughs> I just looked there. No bus team set. So it is know, going to be, be on Bruno. But, I mean, like, on my own team, looking at uh, some differentials there, um, I'm tempted to look at uh, Ben Rachma and maybe Wilson. Really? Wilson? As differentials, but, I mean, like, that's just in my own team. And I know the main differential would probably be Antonio after, you know, Antonio guys are probably going yeah, to have bigger what about me. you,
2: Seamus? Oh, you don't have Antonio. No. Yeah, I forgot, Patty. you you just got Ben Rambo, but you had none beforehand.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
2: think Patty's mentioned some great points there. I mean, I'm not considering Salah at all. His goal record against Chelsea isn't too bad. I had a look. He's got two goals, two assists in... Uh, eight Premier League games against Chelsea. Um, now, I think he's got five goals and assists or something like that in all competitions against him in 15 games. But, yeah, he I don't expect him to do major things. Yeah, he might get a goal. He know We know he doesn't really get max bonus points unless he does more than one attacking return in a game usually. So I don't see a high ceiling there. I think, you know, the default option, you know, when I was doing my little captaincy matrix, uh, preseason identifying who I would captain in game of three I was looking at Fernandez or Son if I got him in but I was always going you know Wolves away that's a captaincy shout but they do look a bit tighter away from home maybe I maybe I won't go with Fernandez. and I've looked at my team and I have set my captain on Antonio after last wow. night's wow. game it looks like so I am strongly considering him uh, as a captaincy yeah, um, yeah. he's in great yeah. form there's no two ways about it. I mean, there's no comparison to me between captaining Antonio and Ben Rama. Ben Rama is not going to get as many shots. But Antonio is firing in shots in on goal. A lot of shots in the box. Like, Ings has got a home game. I got mean, lots of good options. Ings is playing Brentford, but, like, I think Ings has had, like, two shots in two games. And He's Brentford just having to score them both. Uh, yeah, great point. Jesus. Yeah, so I I don't feel confident that there's going to be lots of goals in that game. Yeah, maybe there is, but I, I, I think I'll just go with him. I don't think I need to captain him. Uh, Barnes is against Norwich away, and still, Barnes is disappointed so far, so I can't trust him with the armband. So that really leaves it to a choice between Benrama, Fernandez, and Antonio. And like I said, Antonio trumps for Benrama, so it'll be Benrama or so Fernandez. If you,
0: like me, had son, or Antonio Fernandez, sorry.
2: Yeah. If I had son, it would be Antonio, son, or Fernandez, and that's yeah. it's a tough one. Um... The Watford game, yeah, Watford, look, I mean, Brighton put him to the sword, really. And, uh, yeah, could Sun do the same? This depends on so many factors. Spurs are at home. That could give them an edge. Sun could be up front. That could play in his favor. Kane could be back. That could play in his favor. I don't know. There's too many question marks about it. And I think, as I'm a bit of a chicken shit, I'd probably just go with... The foreign players in Antonio or the tried and trusted Fernandez. I think, as a United fan, I'd probably go for Fernandez in that scenario. I and I still may go with him. I, I, I get it. I mean, I think
0: right. that's kind of the same. I think all three of us are in the same kind of boat there. Uh, what I would say, and just a final point in the captaincy, because I know it didn't help anyone listen to, this, is that uh, yes. is like I did kind of go with that strategy last year of you know. Captain and the big hitters against the shittest teams, Do you know. So the likes of your sons against Watfords, Fernandez against Wolves, and staying away from the Antonio versus Crystal Palace, um, or Antonio versus oh. it is Crystal Palace. Well, well Crystal
2: Palace are terrible, though. That's the thing. So it's I know, uh, yeah. Antonio isn't a big hitter per se, but he's still against mm. the, a very, very poor team.
0: So yeah,
1: I mean, like, how poor are
0: Crystal Palace? Sorry, Patty, no, go but, ahead. I mean, no, that's
1: a good question. But I mean, like, chair at the minute. You're on Antonio. Are no, you go- I'm on Son. Or, sorry, I mean, Seamus, you're on Antonio. Um, are you going to be on Antonio? Do you think? On the game? Are you just telling your wife you're going on Antonio and then you're going to go Bruno? <laughs> that's what that's what the people really want to know. Uh,
2: no. Um, it's, it's just, I haven't given it much talk other than yesterday and I watched it. I was like, yeah, Antonio, Crystal Palace, no brainer. Better fixture than Fern- Fernandez has, I think. I can see more goals in that game. What have I, West Ham scored 4 goals, 8 goals in 2 games um, United have nil, scored nil-nil s- this week, you know it guess, Yeah, yeah nil, nil, possibly man. But uh, United scored 6 goals in 2 games But 5 of those came against a really, really open Leeds, I just don't see That Wolves game necessarily being The same, you know, Wolves are at home They've got, they got 0 points on the board or 1 point on the board so far Can't remember Zero, two losses two losses they are going to be desperate for a win in front of their home fans i think they could put it up to united like southampton did uh you know you could still come away with it but yeah i don't know i don't after what Ole did the last day by rotating the team putting Martial up front uh and taking greenwood and putting him on on the right and then changing up the midfield dynamic with uh Matic and fred i can just easily see a scenario where he does another weird tactical thing and you're like this is not going to help the team at all crap and you know before kickoff that fernandez is going to have limited opportunities so i don't know for that reason i think i might go antonio and just hope his hamstrings make it past the 60 minute. i'm probably i'm probably 55
1: 45 to antonio wow that's that's uh, it's a big call i mean it's great it's beautiful i mean i love it i love it
0: I can't wait to be sitting here next week when Seamus Seamus us he caps brew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. good.
1: Well,
2: that's <laughs> easy. What we'll, put... we'll, we'll, we'll see on the, the what, on Friday if we get uh what are they called circles
0: or what do you call them spaces?
1: Friday, yeah, space, well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at um, last orders. Yeah. And then, then he fucks off and joins the FPL family. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> classic <laughs> turn.
0: Uh, I think we can stick a tie in game week two and three before we move on to the mini league. Paddy, Seamus, have you anything you want to touch on before and?
1: Myself.
2: You no, know, I I do like uh Paddy's shout saying Wilson was uh against Southampton is good shout. I think there could be goals in there for Wilson's. I don't think that's necessarily terrible, but I think just having him alone is probably enough for the differential. Um hundred percent.
0: I mean he unlucky not to get a penalty this week, as in it was given by the ref and uh ruling house oh, for offside. Yeah, offside you get cleared out in yeah. is but uh, yeah, yeah, I just and I'm just, just... delighted. Martinez's yellow card stuck as well. Again, petty jer. I was just like, yeah, minus one for Martinez owners. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> and what about the Pergundu one owners?
0: Yeah, well, uh, the
1: loyalty, and then yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's it. I mean, fuck them, you know. Yeah, uh... fuck them all fuck them all Uh, but yeah I think we can we can put a put a full stop on it there before we wrap up the episode I will just go through the mini league quickly the top 10 Um, the mini league code uh, for anyone that's looking to join it's still open we'll have it open for a couple of weeks but the code is PC0861 so politically correct 0861 Uh, I really need no I'm just going to make a reference to to the date and stuff but there's no fucking point who gives a shit it's mini league code it's on the screen and I've just said it out loud Uh, so yeah that'll be up for a few more weeks get yourselves in there but uh, one of our own top of uh, top of the mini league this week Robert Duckies, Peter uh 93 points this game week score. That's brought him to a total of 203. So he's sitting in top spot. Uh, Ty Kyle Chris-Joe is in the second spot. Var you kidding me, Sean O, third. Your man of Mexico, Gavin Doyle, he's in fourth spot. Earth's chosen winner, Richard Tyler Evans, fifth. Tita Suarez, last week's, I believe, number one, Paddy Pat. He's down to sixth but fan of of Tristan Davis is in tied sixth. Fiorentina Turner Rich Pannons 8 and uh, FPL dad uh, Richard Everson uh, joined ninth, 10th whatever you want to call it but they're the top 10-ish uh, managers there's some people absolutely killing it this year as I said rubber Robert duckies is fucking smashed it uh, 93 points this week so oh, wow. uh, fair play to them all Seamus you did tell me who this week's manager of the week was yeah yes yeah, it's um
2: pod uh you know a regular on the this pod, you know we've seen his team many times. Anthony Clark, whose team Chicken, Chicken Caesar Salah was always there thereabouts uh last season. He had a game week rank of four thousand six hundred and forty six, score of one hundred and one points, uh to bring him up to one eighty seven. Um yeah, so his live rank is now in top side inside the top seventy K. So where does that overall, put him overall?
0: 70
2: uh, Oh, sorry, in our not a role, but in our, our, our thing. He's in seventeenth, tight seventeenth. But this week he
0: is manager Jingle. of the week. Nailed us. You don't miss a beach. Well done. But uh yeah, um I think we'll leave it there, folks. Uh it's been an hour. We're we're doing well and we haven't uh, rambled on too long. Uh before we end the show, Paddy, where can everyone find you?
1: Um, at uh, FPL Viking underscore on Twitter and the Viking Dippers on That's,
0: Instagram. Um, Seamus, you've got the dirty details. I'm sure you still still got that memorized.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can be found at FPL Drunk, uh, the podcast at FPL Hangover. Email us at gmail at gmail.com if you need. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe us to us on YouTube if you're following us on our YouTube channel, which this can be uh, available. Um, also, we're on all the main podcasts, so make sure you like, subscribe uh, for alerts on that Perfect. too. Perfect.
0: Uh, actually, didn't even do it in this episode yet. I'm getting real sick of that like and subscribe shit. It's wearing, it's wearing me down. Um, but I'm not getting sick. Hashtag. But I'm not getting sick of the actual hashtag ad, which is. Uh, Fancy Football Scout, we're an affiliate with them this year and uh, if you want to support the show and support them, there's a link in the description below. All of the fixtures list that we used tonight I would say stats but come on it's the FBL hangover there's no fucking stats statsman Seamus letting us down to this evening but um, they're, they're all the fixtures list, everything uh, that I grabbed it's all been gotten from Fantasy Football Scouts. so if you do want to check them out the link is in the description below um, we will leave it there folks I will wish you all the best at game week trees and god bless